9 to 10 a.m. The place you come to get a little legal education and some entertainment. Sit back and enjoy the show. If you have a legal issue that you want us to tackle today, it's very simple. You just give us a call at 215-227-2727, the number for all things legal in this world. All I'm saying is if I was producing that, it would be a little bit shorter. All right. Jab, jab. <laughs> well, we got we got we got to give time to, you know, the rev, you know, the yeah. build up the energy. The energy. The anticipation. Mm. The excitement. Um, well, as you can tell, I have a, a yeah. darker complexion. I was actually uh, just spent a few days down at the Bahamas. Oh. Bah- oh. Very, very nice place down there called Bahamar. It's the newest resort in the Bahamas. Bahamar? Bahamar, yeah. Hmm. What part that's, of the island would that be? That's uh, in Nassau, and it's about 10 minutes from the airport. It's the mm-hmm. closest place to the airport. Did you do a hotel? Did you do a villa? Yeah, a two-bedroom suite. Huh. Yeah. Very nice. It was you nice. Look rested. Look uh, rested. Thank you. Yeah, it, it's, it was nice to recharge the batteries. Um, okay, listen, if you have been a user of hair relaxer treatments, mm-hmm. you need to stop and listen because the United States government did an exhaustive study of um, the cause and effect of hair relaxer treatments to uterine cancer, endometrial cancer, uh, fibroids, if you've been suffering with fibroids your whole life and had a hysterectomy, that your chances of that having been caused by that chemical are two times greater, double the risk, as it applies to the rest of the world. And so once you can show that there is an increased risk of harm um, then the the chemical company must then demonstrate that it was not the cause of your harm. And um, this is a mass tort. So your claim will be evaluated on a case-by-case basis. The greater your damages, the greater your award. And we bring to task these companies and force them to begin placing warnings at the very least on these bottles. 215-227-2727. That's the number to call uh, if you want to be a part of the hair relaxer uh, litigation. Um, but right now, it's the number to call for court radio. Ladies and gentlemen, how this is are a big we? Deal. Yeah, it is. No, it really is. Yeah. I, I know women that have been affected by this. They just, they, they, they were uncertain. They've heard hints of this. I know some have called your office, and we this is have serious. been, actually, we have been flooded with I knew, calls. I know. Flooded. The it's like as people learn about this and it's spreading through the community, they are jumping on the bandwagon. It's going to take over Black Twitter. You'll see. You're going to get more and more of this. The more word of mouth is really the thing with Black women, uh, because it's not something folks want to just openly discuss, right? I mean, we've we've been down that road, <laughs> and if they can call somebody and have an intimate conversation, like because you talk to your clients all the time, and really flesh this thing out. I think some folks are going to come to some type of good conclusion because I've heard some terrible stories. Yeah, it there there's uh, there is definitely a significant cause for the conditions and diseases that I mentioned: endometrial cancer, uterine cancer, 
Um, and, you know, even having suffered with fibroids your whole life, how many women suffer with fibroids and then ultimately have the hysterectomy? Um, and now we're finding out that this hair relaxer is the cause of all of that. Was it a specific brand or is it relaxer, period? No, they all use the, the same, same thing. Same thing. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so they're big companies, though. We're talking about L'Oreal, Revlon, Clairol. I mean, these are massive companies that should, you know, why should it be an individual who's suffering with this condition? Um, because they, unbeknownst to them, used a product which the company knew or should have known was a carcinogen. What was that? That I remember Carefree, 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 Girl. I remember those commercials. There was another Dark commercial. and Lovely. Dark and Lovely. There was another commercial for, for, for girl, little girls. I can't remember what it was. Just for me. Just for me. And I know there are women listening right now. They remember those commercials. They remember those, those oh, God, in the bathroom with the Vaseline around your scalp and then the brush and then the new growth and, the, uh, and then the neutralizer. And, oh, man, those were the days. Yeah. The smell. Oh, that smell. The Oof. tedium. So, hey, you too were probably affected and you didn't know it. But now you know. Now there's a place to go. 215-227-2727. And your claim... Like I said, we're going to request, we're going to get your medical records. Your claim will be evaluated, and all of the damage you suffered will be compensated. Wow. All right. Let's move on to a sticky subject sometimes, the old car insurance. The old car insurance racket. coverage. It's a racket, uh, maybe. But, you know, it gives you peace of mind, um, and you're... Your, you know, what you count on to get back and forth to work, your car could be covered so that if it were your fault, at least you know you're going to get your car repaired. There's a lot of different coverages. And the one I just mentioned about fixing your car, that's the one most people would have if they had a new car. And it's probably, you know, you take a greater risk by getting in a car without the proper insurance for your body than you do on the car. We're going to get to that. But I wanted to, to point out that the cost of car insurance has increased almost 15% in one year. Yeah, I saw that. I, 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 <laughs> what I, happened? I mean, there's actually less people. You would think there's less people driving now. Oh, they're no. back. We're back. We're back. Pre-pandemic, man. It's over. We're back. And everybody's angry, too. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so an angry driver leads to more accidents That's right. and uh, more serious accidents. Mm -hmm. um, and guess what else? What? <clears throat> well, when you couldn't buy a car, <clears throat> you couldn't buy car, uh, used cars. There was a time during the pandemic, and the value of cars increased faster than just about anything else. Remember, you could bring a car That's true. to the shop and, you know, push it in, and they're going to give you, like, $5,000 because the parts of the car were became more valuable. It was the supply chain <clears throat> issues. And hence, the insurance company was paying way, way more than they were accustomed to paying for the repair of cars. Uh, or if the car got totaled, the value all of a sudden on a $5,000 car might be $8,000. For the parts? No. I'm talking about a used car. Before the pandemic, a used car might be five thousand, but once you got into the pandemic, that car was valued maybe at eight thousand. I remember that. 
And so all the increased value on cars is, is being borne by the insurance industry, and now they're getting their, their comeuppance. <laughs> uh, but are they really losing money? Where did that are they, come are from? They bleeding I don't know, money? but it, it was an appropriate word. <laughs> I think it was. Of course it was. And, and <laughs> Are they bleeding money? Are they losing money that bad? Insurance we, companies never lose money. They can't stay in business for a minute if they lose money. They have to show a positive balance sheet at the end of the day. They always have more assets than debt. And so, no, they're not losing money. The well-run, big, gigantic insurance companies are, they're, they've got trillions of dollars. Are they trillions. Better, is, is, it, is it better money than owning a casino? Uh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. You know what I found out, speaking of the casinos, I found out that um, I, I think in Pennsylvania, mm. the casinos have to pay 60% of their slot revenues in taxes. Mm, I wonder who that goes out to. Yeah, so it's all coming back into the community, I guess. You think? Yeah, <laughs> yeah all right. Uh, we got some politicians oh, to bring on oh, and talk about that. that. I got a villain in the Bahamas, I want to say. We're doing real great with that soda tax. Man, tell me about it. We're killing it. Um, okay, well, they're, they're, the politicians right now are running under their desks. All, all these pe- and, they all, and all the politicians in this city are running right now. Yeah. They're all running. Some are leaving, yeah. oddly enough. Yes. Well, I don't know. How about him? Yeah, I, I mean, listen, hasn't he put his due in? Are we talking about who in particular? Hey, let's... Mr. Clark. Mr. Clark. Worst kept secret, I think, in politics and council that Daryl was going to leave. But what I didn't, I forgot how old Daryl was. The thing is, there's not many um, council persons left to select a president because all most of the experienced council members are jumped ship to run for mayor. Yeah. So, so you could get somebody in as a president of council that is kind of a newbie. Names being bandied about are some of those newbie names. Uh, they don't buy ads here, so I don't need to mention them unless you don't mind. No, no, whatever you want to do. Well, I mean, I mean it could be uh, Kenyatta Johnson's name's been mentioned. Kathy Goodmore Richardson, who's who's fairly new, she staffed for Blondell Reynolds Brown forever, though she was ready to run. She's ready to take office as soon as she won. She's one name that's been bandied about. Um, uh, Curtis Jones, certainly, others, but um, you never know. It could be somebody brand new, young, fresh out the door. What do they say? If you want to make sure you don't get a rotten apple, don't go to the barrel, go to the tree. Uh, who knows? <laughs> Mr. Philosopher here. It was a line of the movie. I'm not that deep. <laughs> All right. Let's talk to Dina. Is it Dina? Dina. Dina um, from New Jersey on line two. Dina, welcome to Court Radio. Hi. What brings you to our little show today? Well, I um, heard about the how the relaxers um, started harm um, to the women. Did you use um, Did you use hair relaxers, Dina? Yes, since I'm mm-hmm. um, a teenager. So more than five years. And how often each year would you use it? Um, six to eight weeks. Just like yep. the box says. Just like the box says. So, yeah, you are definitely, see, what I, I asked you a couple questions there because you have to have used the product for more than five years with a frequency of more than four times per year. That's easy. Um, and so, uh, Dina, you fit the, the um, criteria for really um, pursuing a claim on your behalf because the 
the I would assume you had a hysterectomy due to fibroids. Yes. Yeah. Fibroid size of a grapefruit. And do you know, and Dina, that that I I've spoken to, I don't know, a hundred women in the last two and a half weeks since we've been advertising um, for this particular litigation. Over a hundred women all have the same story as you. How does that make you feel? It saddens me because I um, wanted to have more children, but I couldn't mm-hmm. because of the, the fibroid was inoperable the way that it was situated. Yeah. And, um, my- it's it, it really it, it really is the only way to get companies to act in a manner which is, you know, safety first uh, as opposed to profit is to make them pay when they cause harm. Um, Dina, I, I, what I invite you to do is after the show's over, um, call back that number that you just called, and you'll ring straight to the office, and my team will be waiting to talk to you about your claim. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much. Take Man, care, Dina. She sounds like so many women I've known throughout my life from being a teenager on six to eight weeks, just like the box said, the frequency, I'm sure there are plenty of women listening right now that have used it for over five years easily for oh, the course of their lives. I have, not, you know, sometimes when we are doing a mass tort and there are these various medical requirements, people call in and, and maybe half the calls, they don't meet the criteria. Um, they, 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 they have the disease, but it's not probably from what we think it's from because they don't meet the other criteria. In this case, in this case, 100% of the people who have called, 100% have used the product more than four times a year for more than five years, have the, the disease that, that they, we say is caused by this product, and are signed up. I, I mean, it's, it's just been incredible. I would tell everyone listening, pass this on. There are women who have been suffering in silence for a long time. It's now time to speak up. Is do something about it. Can these companies claim we didn't know? That's negligence, though, right? Yeah. I mean, it, we didn't know because it was unknowable, or we didn't know because we didn't look. And if it's we didn't know because we didn't look, that's a problem. That's a problem for them. More than likely, they didn't look. Oh, question, question yeah. D. How far reach do you have as far as the areas of people that can contact you? Yeah. This Jeremy? is now. This is now a mass tort. We're, we're accepting clients from all over. The country. The nice. country. The country. The country. Bingo. We're, we're accepting clients from it's all time. over the country. So, you know, so call your cousin in North Carolina. Call them all. Call them all. Call them down south, Midwest, West Coast. Call them all. Absolutely. Okay. Call them all. And, and, you know, when you call our office, you'll be talking uh, to me or to members of my team who work with me. And um, if you need to speak with me, certainly you're, I invite you to call and, and ask for me. I'm going to put something out there. Yes. Don't be surprised if this happens because I don't know. I don't know this, but a lot of men use relaxers all through the 80s and everything. And I don't know how it would affect men. I have no idea. But don't be surprised if you get a call going, hey, what about? I don't I don't I have. Know. I have. I'm, okay. Okay. I have gotten one or two calls like that, and no, it's it's not, the Listen. hormonal changes caused by the product. That's what mm-hmm. happens. Your hormone hormones change, and they get out of sync, out of whack, right. and you they leaves you open, more susceptible to getting these cancers. Makes sense. Um, All right. But it does not apply to men. Okay. Well, we got that out the door. All yes. Right.
No he's or him's. Got you. 215-227-2727, the number for all things legal. Let's talk to uh, Brenda on line one. Oh, Brenda? Good morning. Good morning. I just want to tell everyone, anyone who's having second thoughts, please call. I can't tell you how easy the, um, at ease, your team um, made it for me. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. It is, they are, well, my representative, the person I spoke with. Yep. He felt like someone I've known all my life. (laughs) Um, The ladies, um, they get the information. It's easy. It's information you already know. You know, demographic information. Um, it's a touchy subject, but they put you at ease when they're talking to you. Thank you so um, much, so Brenda. I'm, I, I'm, I'm waiting for my papers this morning. So you know, like I'm, I'm I am, I am thankful. I, I appreciate. We have what your you're back. Doing. We have your back. And Brenda, you sound relieved. Oh, no, it's not so much the, the relief of it. it, was, it was, it's not that kind of thing. I think women understand this when I say it. It is just that someone looked into this and they're bringing information out. Mm. That's one step. There are, other comp- there are other lawyers doing it. But your office goes the extra mile for um, calling back. They call me back like on Saturday or Sunday. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And when they ask this question, um, even. Even when there was a question about, um, like, if I had questions, they're like, call us back if you have questions. It, whatever we need to um, answer, to put your mind at ease about the lawsuit, not about the condition. I mean, we've already gone through it, you know what I mean? Yep, yep. They're great. I, I just want you to know that you, the staff has been fantastic. Thank so you. My representative. My, like staff. My, represent, my representative. <laughs> it's Jay, and he is just He's wonderful. Uh, uh, you know Mr. what? Uh, I, I will, love Jay. My uh, man, Jay's Mr. Burger. I will, yeah. I will, I will, I'm going to pass on your uh, compliments, Brenda. And um, I know oh. I know it'll mean oh, a lot. Good. Oh, no. As soon as you say Brenda, they're going to go like, oh, yeah, okay, her. <laughs> <laughs> Brenda, have a great Saturday. Thanks for calling Court Radio. You also have a blessed. And thank you so much for all that you did. Thank you so much. Good stuff, man. Yeah, well, that was I, genuine. Yeah, it was. I, I don't, we had no clue. That was yeah. genuine. <laughs> um, but keep that tape. We're gonna, we're, that, that, that's going to become, that's gonna become like a, my, one of my favorites. You know, the, yeah. when, when uh, we have to do a rerun, you're going to hear well, Brenda. I got to say, the first time I ever went to your office for anything, I was really like, wow, this place has a vibe, comma. Everyone's just so cool. Mm-hmm. It was just a real nice vibe as opposed to other law offices. And this is always the way it's been. Folks who didn't even know me, it's the same respect, you know. Yep, yep. It's just a great spot you have down there, man. Well, and... Great and atmosphere at, you created. That's the thing. You yeah. created a great atmosphere. Listen, you, you, you have to treat... And it's a, a, uh, a colloquialism, but you have to treat people like you want to be treated. Mm. And, you know, from the lowest to the highest, right. we are all the same. And if we don't start learning to do that and caring about one another, I don't know. we got some problems in this country. You know, the, mm. the politicians are exacerbating um, with their rhetoric uh, just to get votes and money. It's sad. And everybody needs to say, hey, wait, 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 wait. We're all, we're all on the same team. Let's take a step back and, um, like, treat each other like family because that's what we are. 
Amen. It's petition. It's petition time anyway, ain't it? Yes, it is. It is. It's three weeks for the next three weeks, folks. People will be in your face asking you to sign a petition to help their candidate get on the ballot to become a candidate. This is the real deal now. Now we find out who's who. Whoever gets through this part of the process is the real deal. How many signatures? Do you know how many signatures you need from mayor? They all need a thousand. A thousand? They all need a thousand. Uh, That's not such a big deal. Uh, Yeah, because every signature is going to get challenged. And they have to be right. Whoever signs that petition has to sign the same way they sign their voter registration card. They have to be in order, in date, in time, all of them. There can be no mistakes on anyone's petition or they get thrown. Every signature gets thrown out if one signature is wrong on a, on a, on a petition. The whole, all, all the yes. others? Everything Whoa. underneath it gets thrown out. you got to start all over again. So it behooves any candidate. You need 1,000, you better get five or 10,000. Yeah. All right, just to be sure. And if you can't get five or ten thousand, you probably shouldn't be running for mayor. Probably not. You know, that, that's a, this says a lot about your organization right, right now. This right. is this is a telltale sign. You can't get through this. You know, you don't need to be running for mayor, right? Or or council or anything or judge, which who we have running right now. So there you go. All right. And it's getting harder now because, of, believe it or not, you know why it's harder to do this? Ring cameras. People come to your door now. You, I don't want to answer it. I don't want to tell. What do you want? Nah, we're good. You know. <laughs> so guess where? And the funny thing is, no, well, this is people go to parking lots and supermarkets to mm-hmm. get signatures, right? Mm-hmm. Guess who owns supermarkets? Jeff Brown. Isn't Jeff that interesting? Brown. So all these candidates go to his supermarkets and hang out at his parking lots uh, to try to get signatures. Uh-huh. Isn't that amazing? This, this is I, I, the irony of it all. But it's changed. It's changed the game. And a lot of candidates have saying it's been it's more difficult now than ever to get signatures. That is what's been, that's the rumor right now. Line three, Tamika. Hi, Tamika. Tamika, turn your radio down. Oh, Tamika. Hello. Hi, Tamika. Hi. Hi, how are you? You're all well, thanks. What's happening? Okay, so you say the hair dyes. So I want to know about, I mean, the, um, the perms. What about the hair dyes that the products have? No, uh, there's been no showing to date that there's any connection um, between dyes and these diseases. Mm-hmm. It is strictly hair relaxers. Hmm. Okay. So what if you don't have cancer, but you have fibroids removed and you're not able to have children? So can yes. you file a claim? Also? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And, I'm glad she uh, said that. The, you know, the, the larger cases, more likely than not, will end up being the cancer cases. Um, and the smaller cases, and I'm, this is relatively speaking, you know, it might be 1 million versus 100,000, or you know what I'm saying? It's it's not like it's gonna be 29 cents and a, a cup of coffee at your local Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, this is not a class action, which sometimes folks don't understand. Um, your, your, your individual case, just like if you were um, uh, a victim of medical malpractice, your individual case, is all that the jury will see and hear with regard to your claim if it ever got to a jury. Um, in any event, um, there's been no connection to hair dyes. It's strictly hair relaxers. Okay. Yvette, thanks all for right. calling thank Court you. Radio. Have a have a great Saturday, Tamika. Sorry. Yes, thank you. You too. Take care. I was moving on to Yvette. Line two, Eric. Yvette. From Mount Airy, how are you? Good morning. How are you? Good morning. What's happening? So, 
course, we all know about Officer Fitzgerald, who was laid to rest yesterday. Mm. And, um, of course, mm. it made national news. Yeah. Um, but there's been a lot of chatter about whether or not his mother, uh, not his mother, but the uh, kid that killed him, whether his mother can be uh, an accessory because she, according to, you know, some stuff that came out, she hauled ass down here to pick him up and take him back up county. Yeah. Um, well, the, the answer to your question is uh, it probably won't happen uh, because ultimately she turned him in. But uh, and and the, uh, they probably would think like that first burst reaction was kind of you know um, maternal, like you know, like your, your My club boy. is yeah. My baby. But then once once she grabs him, uh, she then you know realizes this is not something that we can run from, and she arranges for him to be. Plus, they can't determine when she knew. Right. Yeah. But but the answer is if the facts were such that she was she knew that he had committed a crime and she was go- and her intention was to hide him out um but that got spoiled because somebody else saw him and he was ultimately turned in. Yeah, the police they they could certainly charge her with a, as an accessory after the fact uh you know hiding and abetting a felon or you know somebody who's you know that pe- the police want to arrest. There, there there's um but so far, we didn't see any of the facts that would support that. Okay. All right. Thank uh, you. Yvette, take care. Thanks for calling. Have a great day. That kid had an interesting name. It just reminded me of the Amish out there in Bucks County. It was that, that, this, that, that, this is one of those names. And, I, and once I heard it, I said, wow. And then his brother told on him. Yeah, he said, that's, that's my brother. That's my older brother. So actually um, identified him mm-hmm. at the police station. And mom turns him in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, uh, I don't know how I would react at that first instant, you know. So um, I think uh, ultimately in this case, um, the family did the right thing and, and got him to where he needed to be. Um, in the meantime, um, as we move on from this week to next, what's coming up that is what, what's coming up politically when is the uh, May sixteenth? May no. When's the petitions have to be returned? Oh, uh, three weeks from uh, last Friday. So what's three weeks from? I forget the period exactly, but three weeks from now, for the most part, I don't know the exact date. They have to be turned into the uh, to the uh, the office down the city hall, and um, I like I said, I'm hearing that it's been more difficult than ever to get the signatures. Now, there are a couple of folks I'm hearing have already pretty much got their signatures already, more than enough, because they're in a position where they can do that, and that would be Dom and Brown. You know, Dom just goes to some of his, you know, office people where who, who own his properties and tenants and whatnot and some of his organizations, his staff and everything. And, well, Brown's got, a, like I said, he's got 14 shop rights, and he's got people that work there. And I'm sure a lot, enough of them are registered voters and staff and whatnot and friends and family. So I, those guys are going to be good. But I think a couple of folks are not going to survive. Well, I, I, I think we, the thinning the herd would be a good thing in this race. Yes. Yeah. Big I mean, time. I, who wants to hear political commercials from like 12 different people for the next, you know, four months? Radio does. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take yeah. it. Now, Sherelle Parker just got a big endorsement, by the way. 
um, from uh, from a union, from the union, the laborers, uh, Ryan Boyer and stuff. So she'll have some leg, uh, some guys doing some leg work out there. So kudos to her. So she should be okay. I'd be surprised if Sherelle didn't make it and Derek Green as well. But like I said, some others I'm a little concerned about, a little bit. Well, time will tell. Um, you know I want to ask you though. Yes. And I'm sorry. To, no. I had to know you were in the Bahamas, but did you see the Sixers game the other night? I wow. did not. Dean, if there was a game you needed to see, it was that one. Which one? Who they? They played the the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh huh. And it was right after the All Star break, and apparently they had tried to hang with James Harden, and the practice was lousy, over hangovers and everything. So the practice was lousy, the game was lousy, and B's complaining about stomach pains, might not make like he's like, the team played lousy, except for James Harden. Then all of a sudden. In the third and fourth quarter, they came back after being the fourth down quarter. in the fourth quarter and turned this thing around. And Ja Morant, who's arguably the most athletic and most, what, super, what highlight real player of the NBA, goes up to dunk on Joel Embiid, and Joel meets him right up in midair, <laughs> stops that thing cold, turns into an instant meme, for the, went viral. Team comes back. There's a steal. Tobias Harris, three. Boom, another steal. Embiid dunk. We win. He he's so he was so excited, you know what I mean? Because like, it was it was a game. He's, he's it, was still, a, it was a game. He's still they... excited. But what I will say about the game, though, say it. it that's what, what I will say <laughs> about the game, being that he's so excited. All right. Um, it was kind of like a throwback game. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you know, we've had discussions on how these new players really aren't. You know, like. You know, really passionate. Right. You know, these cats was about to go to blow. It turned it about it, to fight. It turned you know what I mean? Like a playoff atmosphere. And I love that. That's that's crazy in just one little game. You know? Yeah, got, it's, it's one game. I don't got, know what it was about, but man, they got heated. They got heated, and it turned into something. It was exciting. So I, I was, I thought I saw you in the crowd, but obviously that wasn't you. No, no. <laughs> I felt your excitement though in your description. You could do like the play, you know, uh, color commentary and stuff for the. Uh, for the game, he wants to. I, yeah. could, I, I could do that. He yeah, wants you to. Could, I'd, man. I'd love to try that. He wants to. That was all ad lib. Two one five two two seven twenty seven twenty seven. We're here for you. If you've got a legal issue or question, you give us a call right after this break. I'm Dean Weitzman. If you have a history of using chemical hair straighteners and have been diagnosed with uterine or endometrial cancer, call my Philly lawyer now at 215-227-2727. Frequent use of chemical hair relaxers can double the risk of uterine and endometrial cancer. If you've been affected, we will fight for you. Call 215-227-2727. My Philly lawyer, when winning matters most. When we say winning matters most, we mean it. My Philly lawyer just helped secure an $80 million victory for a client suffering from a defective medical product. Whether it's a motor vehicle, workplace, or medical malpractice injury, My Philly lawyer gets results. If you've been injured and want aggressive, thoughtful, thorough representation, call My Philly lawyer first. Philly's legal champions, 215-227-2727. My Philly lawyer, when winning matters most. 
I grew up here, went to school here, raised my kids here. I know Philly, and Philly knows me. I started My Philly Lawyer because if you've been injured, your lawyer matters, and choosing someone local matters. It matters to the insurance company, it matters to the jury, and most importantly, your lawyer matters when it comes to getting results. If you've been injured, call us now, 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. I'm Dean Weitzman. If you have a history of using chemical hair straighteners and have been diagnosed with uterine or endometrial cancer, call My Philly Lawyer now at 215-227-2727. Frequent use of chemical hair relaxers can double the risk of uterine and endometrial cancer. If you've been affected, we will fight for you. Call 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. Legal Answers. Here's more Court Radio with your host, Dean Weitzman. Good morning. Welcome back. I'm Dean Weitzman, your host of Court Radio every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Joined in the studio with my friends, Man Manny Manuel Glenn. This Eric. hasn't come up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm still introducing sorry, people. Sorry. Eric Tactics Jackson. Yeah, y'all. Yeah. And My deep voice. Somewhere in the, <laughs> in the ether cloud is Ms. Sarah O. She's on yeah. the phone, man. She's yeah, she's she's, she's talking phone. to people. Yeah. We got a bunch of callers, so let's try to hit some back out of the park. Line four, Demetrius from New Jersey. Good morning. Good morning to you, young lady. How are you? Morning. <laughs> I'm laughing because you said young lady. I'm calling because I have a question. Yes. I am 70 years old. What? Come on, you stop it! Come on, that, you, you have like some voice <laughs> thing, some that voice machine thing. I'm not yeah. buying that. Nah. Seriously, I will be 70 in June, and I'm already counting it. So that's I was born in 1953. In well, June. Well, you go. Here's my question. Right. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. I used relaxers uh-huh. up until 2019. Okay. When I went bald in the chair in the hair salon. My question is, how far do you go back? Yes, I had fibroids. Yes, I had a hysterectomy. And yes, I had ectopic pregnancy. Didn't connect any of those, but... When you were talking about this last week with respect to fibroids and hysterectomies and things, I was like, wait, wait, wait. I'm thankful I did not get cancer of any sort. But, yeah, I well, yeah, all the, here, of the above. Yeah, so here, here's the answer to your question. Um, the, this information was not known before... Uh, we started advertising. We got the study, I think, November or December of 23 is when the study was released, mm. uh, or 22. 22. 22. 22. And then, you know, it was in the early part, of the end of last year and the early part of this year where we started advertising. And then you listened to that advertisement. You then connected the dots that you had no reason to connect before. And, and that tolls the statute. So that... You know, even though there's normally a two-year statute, but you may have had this hysterectomy 25 years ago, but we can still represent you in this 
group of that's individuals. Because of when you actually know. Wow. Yeah, it's when you knew, when you knew. <laughs> or should have known, known that that there was a connection between what you used and the disease you had. So you're good, Demetrius, yeah. and you should call the office. When we the radio show is over at 9 o'clock, uh, um, at 10 o'clock, then you can call that same number. You'll get right through to my team, and they'll begin the process with you. Thank you so much. I will definitely do that. I Me appreciate everything you do. All right. Be well, wow. Demetrius. Thanks for calling us. Take care, man. Wow. You're welcome. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. I just, just the suffering. Yeah, you know. that, but, but Demetrius's question, and I didn't know what it was until she got on the air, but that was an awesome question because there are so many women who hear me talking about a two-year statute of limitations, a two-year statute. They think they can yeah. call. And then they're like, wait a minute, I, I had that cancer, you know, 15, 15 years, years ago. ago. It doesn't matter. Whenever you had it, it doesn't matter. It only matters when you knew or should have known that it was a connection. And that only happened recently. And therefore, all of these claims will not be barred by the statute of limitations, no matter how far back that harm occurred. So just take it out of the equation. Don't worry, yes. don't worry about it. No, there's no call. No, yes, there's okay. no issue. No issue. Like Miss Cleo, call me now. Call me now. Call me now. 215 215-227-27. 27. Um, let us talk to uh, Dorothy from New Jersey, line three. Um, good, good morning. Good morning, good morning, Dorothy. Um, I had a question. Um, I, you know, like many, have been using perms for years. Um, I've had endometriosis, and I've had it like twice, but the third time I had to get cancer cells removed. Never thinking that it was had anything to do with perms, but I perm my hair all the time. Yeah. Um, um, would that qualify in any way? As long as the diagnosis is endometrial cancer, the answer is yes. And guess what? Okay. Here's the here's the, 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 the good thing, Dorothy. You're not paying a fee to us for anything we do in the investigation of the claim up until the point where we actually um, try your case to a verdict or get a settlement, one or the other, and then your fee is based on a percentage of that recovery. But we're going to order all of your medical records from years gone by. We're going to have those medical records examined by a doctor to see if you fit the criteria for the claim. And if you don't, there is no charge to you at all. So no risk, no charge. We'll get to the bottom of it, Dorothy. But it sounds to me like you have a valid claim. We need to see if the medical records support that. You handle New Jersey clients also? Mm -hmm. The whole country. Can't okay, say it enough. Hey, I'll be calling you then. All right, <laughs> Dorothy. Everybody, everybody. Yes. Everywhere. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Dorothy, have a great day. Thanks for calling Court Radio, dear. Thank you. You do the same. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. These numbers are staggering. Do you know 176 million women worldwide suffer from some form of endometriosis? Holy moly. You, my God. And then, but now how many of those, you know, were using hair relaxer? Well, that, that's that's the thing. But just the fact that but that you would many expect, women. You would expect to see a, uh, a larger percentage, um, a, a larger number of women represented 
in that group who used hair relaxer. Yeah, the percentages would say so. My God, I didn't know these things. Yeah. Please call, ladies, please. Um, I'm going to tell you something that's going to also have an effect down the line. We, we, didn't, we didn't talk about it, but this, uh, this train derailment in Ohio is going to be a thing. It's going to be bigger than it's what It's already a think. thing. It's going to be bigger down the line, I think. It's, it, and, and, and that's why they're trying to place blame now. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I haven't. I nobody's shown me um, uh, studies, medical studies, which would demonstrate an increased risk of harm. Kind of early, though. Right? Yeah, it is. It is yeah. because well, first of all, m- most of the chemicals that we're dealing with, you have to have had sufficient exposure for a long period yeah, of time. Yeah, for a period, you know. So in the hair relaxer, it's five years. In Allentown. For blood cancer is five years, but for breast cancer, you have to have been exposed to the uh, the chemical for 10 years. So if you've only been exposed to the chemical for three years in that instance and you mm-hmm. have breast cancer, it was not caused by that chemical. Wow. And so that's the, you know, that, that's that, the difference. That's the difference. Okay. Um, and I, I'm not sure that this one, you know, incident with that chemical is enough to have or increased your risk of harm. Or chemicals. Or chemicals. Well, you know, whatever the substance was that was released in the air, um, you know, caused people to be sick with, you know, burning eyes and and scratchy throats and things of that nature. But then that improved. And again, show me that the chemical is um, an increased risk of harm from one exposure. That's the key. One exposure. And there's got to be a lot of um, investigation to see if there's any causation. I mean, that's that's years, years down the line. The uh, now you're talking about, okay, if if it increases your risk of harm, how long before it expresses itself? Exactly. Um, A a lot of these early cases are going to be like medical monitoring. So they're just going to it's almost like a class action. You're going to get a few dollars per person who has exposure so that they can you know, have their um, bodies checked every six months or what have you so that they can stay on top of it. That kind of thing I can see happening. Um, But I I don't see, you know, significant recovery for damages because I don't think there are damages yet. They can't be established. The damages can't be established. Exactly. Well, maybe not. not. Well, psychological damages don't register. No, that's not true. They do. But The worry and concern and the stress of it all. Yeah. yeah. If you have something to be worried about, again, don't know that there's any studies which show a single incident exposure gives you an increased risk of harm. Folks, I know you don't always get the answer you were hoping for, but you'll get the straight poop here. Just give us a call at 215-227-2727. something else. <laughs> I know. I, I don't. I don't. I try not to engage. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, Lord. Um, I, yeah. Oh, let me. How about uh, line one, in. George from Center City? Eric? George. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. And There's I a familiar voice. You. Yeah, what's up, my man? Hey, George. You taking over this show, too? Yeah. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> Most definitely. What triggered you to call, I wonder? <laughs> I was with Dean way before y'all. Okay. George goes all the way back to yeah. the studio up in Conchi. Yeah, I, I believe know. it. Okay. I believe it. Say no more. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But Dean, I want to thank you because you know, with this whole cancer thing, and mainly I'm talking about seniors. A lot of people don't know 
they're just catching on what you've been talking about, this hair relaxer. And I make sure all my seniors, it's like they're in a 70, 75. They pretty much been had hysterectomies and caused all that. The good thing is most of them that come to you have their medical records or some kind of way they got them, you know. And yeah. I tell them, I say, listen, you know, these problems you have, and I say maybe it came from relaxing. Some of them still getting their hair relaxed. And yeah. they had, you know, everything's done, taken out. They just cleaned out. And thanks to you coming along that most of them are made whole. You know, they're really pleased, and I'm pleased, and I want to thank you for that. Because without you saying and bringing this to the attention of people, and every time I go to my senior complex, I remind them, listen, if they had some medical problems or this or that, they say, baby, I did. Oh, my God. I say, here, call this number. And, you know, they, they, they listen, I look out for them, okay? As some of them don't even have family. I'm the only one they got. So I take care of them. And, Dean, I want to thank you again because you, you, you know, Manny was the one that brought it to my attention. One Sunday, he had it on his show. He was talking about. It. I'm like, what? Really? Yeah, <laughs> talking about you. Yeah. That? yeah. Yes, and that's that's the way it was. L- let me let me say this here also, Manny and and Dean, you are correct about these these vouchers, these these signatures, these petitions. Everybody yeah. hollering, screaming, talking all this really, really dilly dilly foolishness all these people running crazy people running but basically had to get out of council they have no choice but to leave council because what's going to break in council they don't want that you know toxic on them but those signatures are the most important thing to get jeff there's 21 uh fresh grocers and shop rights and all the rest of that stuff and remember for like 21 22 years jeff brown was the one who made sure that people could go inside the store and do that. And he wasn't the one running. He never benefited from it. But now, for some reason, lawyers tell him that, you know, they say, well, you can't do signatures in here because he's running and it looks like a pro quo, whatever that word they use. That's what everybody's been saying. Me, I don't get into signatures. I care less. But they have ran the price of signatures up so high, $6 a signature. I mean, whoever Is that, whoa, the streets are talking $6 a signature? Six dollars a signature. What? Six dollars? Inflation. The question. The question becomes: Who could afford it? They talk all this stuff. You know, people getting certain endorsements. But if you get endorsements and don't get the right kind of money, what good is an endorsement? You know, I mean, look at Helen Gimp. All that money she got from the pharmaceutical people that she was trying to go to the. um, She got from the uh, union lead to go pick up those checks. She can't do them now. Why? Because it's pharmaceutical, and everybody knows the game that she was fighting Sydney Bass, uh, uh, former Councilman Greenlee, and David O. She fought them vigorously on the floor about, you know, it should be all right with opioids. You know, and they, everybody was like, really? No joke. Are you crazy? And, you know, all this type of stuff is coming out. So that pharmaceutical money is drug money. I mean, who wants to be tagged with Kensington? You want to say Kensington? Look at Kim and her husband. That's where you're talking about. George, you're throwing a lot of jabs, but can we just, as we wrap this up, can, who, who do you think will not survive the petition drive? Ooh. Well, look Loaded. at the book. You go, you got to go down the list. Well, we know, um, can Amon do it? He should, but I doubt it. Uh, is uh, What's the preacher's name? The, the one that's always mm. running in summertime, Bloom? We know he definitely, and well, he might because he hmm. he he do some real underhanded stuff. All right, but you're really uh, not sure. You're really not sure. No. Okay. I mean, you can't be sure. It's like some the ones you think may not do it. 
they getting out there. But one thing I know, knocking on doors ain't going to get it. <laughs> you better figure out another way to get the signatures. Because if you're knocking on doors, you're wasting time. George, like, thank you much. Got ring, they ain't even got to be home. I mean, people ain't answering those doors. And so enough, you got to be crazy. You know, so that's a point. The wise words of George. George, thanks for calling in to Court Radio and have a great Saturday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, why did you? Why? He had an opinion. Yeah. A strong one. He does. All the time. Well, listen, at least he's involved, I guess. Oh, you know? That is true. And he, most of the stuff he says is factual. Yeah. You just, you know, um, people have to care. And, and if enough people care, then things will start to change. And if they don't, they don't. Eric, Tactic Jackson, you, would you please take us to break? Folks, we'll be back in two minutes. I'm Dean Weitzman. If you have a history of using chemical hair straighteners and have been diagnosed with uterine or endometrial cancer, call My Philly Lawyer now at 215-227-2727. Frequent use of chemical hair relaxers can double the risk of uterine and endometrial cancer. If you've been affected, we will fight for you. Call 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. When we say winning matters most, we mean it. My Philly Lawyer just helped secure an $80 million victory for a client suffering from a defective medical product. Whether it's a motor vehicle, workplace, or medical malpractice injury, My Philly Lawyer gets results. If you've been injured and want aggressive, thoughtful, thorough representation, call My Philly Lawyer first. Philly's legal champions, 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. I grew up here, went to school here, raised my kids here. I know Philly, and Philly knows me. I started My Philly Lawyer because if you've been injured, your lawyer matters, and choosing someone local matters. It matters to the insurance company, it matters to the jury, and most importantly, your lawyer matters when it comes to getting results. If you've been injured, call us now, 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. I'm Dean Weitzman. If you have a history of using chemical hair straighteners and have been diagnosed with uterine or endometrial cancer, call My Philly Lawyer now at 215-227-2727. Frequent use of chemical hair relaxers can double the risk of uterine and endometrial cancer. If you've been affected, we will fight for you. Call 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. Legal answers. Here's more court radio with your host, Dean Weitzman. Welcome back. I'm Dean Weitzman, and this is Court Radio. Um, we had a we, we jumped around in the first uh, part of the show. We've where we we touched upon. Um, the newest litigation mass tort that the firm is getting behind, and that is the hair relaxer litigation. Um, the use of hair relaxer, just a handful of times a year for about five years, 
has been shown to double the risk of uterine cancer, endometrial cancer, um, fibroids, fibroids, uh, a lifelong problem, and, and then you know usually resulting in a hysterectomy. Um, those are the cases that we're investigating right now against behemoths. There Carol, have been payouts. Revlon, L'Oreal. Um, no. There have been no, no, no settlements. Not, not yet. Not, not no. yet. No, this is brand new. This, wow. Um, and, and a lot of these cases from around the country are going to go to the MDL, um, which, which is in California. Um, that's the when you have multi-districts, the districts, the federal district courts in the in the country, and you can have litigation going on in all these districts. They combine them all into one district, so it's it's in a district in uh, I think San Diego area. Um, and but but if you if you're a client of ours locally, and your your use of the product was sold to you in Philadelphia, we could craft a complaint and sue them in state court here. In Philadelphia, is that um, for a reason? so uh, some of these cases will go to the MDL, and others will stay local right here and have your case heard by uh, a jury of your peers. Um, and the juries in Philadelphia get it. Like when they see that some company has tried to get over on people, the juries in Philadelphia are not afraid to make them pay. Two one five two two seven twenty seven twenty seven. Let's talk to Deidre on line three. Eric. Deidre. Hi. Hello. Good morning. Hi. How are you? First time caller? Oh yeah, this is my first time ever getting through on the radio. Ooh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Sorry no one finished. <laughs> Um, stay on the line when, when I'm, when we're done, Deidre, stay on the line and I, I will have, um, somebody from the staff get your address because you're going to get a court radio gift pack. All right. Oh, wow. Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. So that you can always remember I was your first. <laughs> yes, you are. Oh, yes, you are. Uh, it's a family what, show. Yes, what brings you, you what brings you, what brings you to court radio this morning? Lord, if you could be my lawyer, I got so many court issues, but the main problem I'm having is this insurance in New Jersey. Ah, my goodness, it's the worst. Yeah. So, I'm my not, issue yeah. is... It, it's bad from a, from a lot of reasons, but um, it, they're also very expensive. Um, yes, they are. It seems like as soon as you mention that you live in, I hate to say it, Camden... You know, everybody is like, oh, they're terrible drivers, or they have, like, this idea about Camden drivers or something. I don't know what it is, but it seems like everybody in insurance is Camden skyrocket. Yep, yep. <laughs> well, rates have gone up around the country, but, yeah, certain areas, I'm sure, have been hit harder uh, than others. And a, a lot has to do with how many accidents per capita, um, how many cars are stolen, how many cars are vandalized. Um, they look at all of those things, and and you know a lot of times the biggest part of your rates is going to be from your property damage. You know if you're insuring your car, that's you know nowadays that's got to be a healthy portion of the total premium. And, and frankly, and I'm, it might be controversial, but um, I'm of the opinion that um, if you had to make a decision as to whether to have your car insured or your body insured, I say always go with the body. And, and so I would say that if you 
have a car that is less than $10,000 and you insure your car versus your body and you had an accident and you're put out of work and you're laid up on your back and you got medical bills, the fact that you're going to have a shiny car waiting for you when you get back downstairs again doesn't really cut it. You have to have coverage so that you're compensated for your pain and suffering. Otherwise, what's the point of it all? Okay, so are you suggesting that the um, car insurance, body insurance for the car, I should seek out for that because, uh, if I'm not understanding you, because I, I have medical insurance that will cover my body? No, I am saying the opposite. I'm saying you you want to make sure that if it's all possible, that if you're going to take a risk, take a risk with the car because it's a known risk. In other words, if you've got a car that's worth $7,000 and it's totaled and you caused the accident and you don't have collision coverage, you've lost the car. You've lost seven grand. But if you're in an accident and your your body is hurt, and harmed and you can't work and you have medical expenses you don't know what the risk is because it can go on for almost ever and so you want to make sure that you have enough insurance such that you are compensated for your even if you're hit by an uninsured motorist you can buy insurance that gives you that protection that's what you need to have when you're driving in on the streets you know anywhere around here yeah two one okay but this is what i want to say one last thing to you Deidre, since you're a first-time caller, I'm happy if you want to, like, scan and, and send me your insurance papers mm. um, on an email to dean at myphillylawyer.com. I'll be happy to look at that and give you um, some direction with regard to what coverages are important and what aren't and what the best way to tailor that policy is for you. Okay. All right. Great. I'm writing that down there. Dot com. Right? My, my, my Philly Philly lawyer. Yeah. Yep. Dean All at right. my Philly lawyer. All right. Deidre, take care. Thanks for calling. Let's stay on the line, dear. And thank you so much, Ms. Williams. Take mm-hmm. care. Yeah. I remember when no-fault insurance became the law. It was late yep. 70s. Yeah. Yep. Big uh, deal about no-fault insurance. It actually, uh, I'm not sure. Was it the 70s? I think or was it was the late it, it, may, it might be 84. Was it? it but but regardless, it, you okay. know, it's almost 50 years ago, yeah. if not more, yeah. Um, no fault became the law of the land. And that means that your own medical expenses are paid by your insurance company, your auto insurance company, regardless of who's at fault. You could be sitting at a traffic light, get, you know, banged into the back of your car. You're 100% not at fault. You would think that the other guy's insurance is going to pay for your medical expenses. Nope, your insurance. That's what the underinsured thing is, right? Well, Based un- on their no, insurance. Uh- Underinsured says, hey, if the guy who hit me has a $15,000 policy, but I've got a $100,000 case, then if I have enough underinsured motorist protection, I go back to my own carrier as if they were the at-fault driver's carrier. Um, But the medical expenses, regardless, you're paying them for yourself, regardless of who's at fault. No way we could nationalize auto insurance the way we do health care. Like Obamacare, we couldn't have Obama car insurance across the country or any type of national car. But there's so many people on the road these And days. so many states have their own laws. Right. And that those laws may modify the terms of the contract. So a contract good in Pennsylvania would not necessarily be a contract good in New Jersey. And it's based on risk, too. So mm. every area is riskier to insure than other areas. and Based, based on, on auto whatever, theft, whatever damage. Whatever data is there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
All right, we folks are just about out of time. Listen, if you were listening today and you or you know someone who's possibly the victim of a hair relaxer um, uh, cancer, I welcome you to give us a call at 215-227-2727. Folks, have a great week. Be safe, and I'll see you here same time, same place. <laughs>